Newsflash LT, the 2016 Wellness Summit is confirmed. Pop into your diary and get your tickets now at the super early bird rate. Be there on September 10th and 11th in Melbourne with 1,000 other like-minded wellness enthusiasts. And for a limited time, purchase your ticket at this incredible rate. Up until Christmas Day, five Wellness Summit tickets are yours for the price of two. That's better than two for one. That's two and a half for one. Bring a leg, bring an arm, bring your wellness tribe for less than 120 bucks per ticket for a never-seen-before format of the summit. And even better, every ticket purchased before Christmas goes into an incredible draw to win one ticket to the 2016 Wellness Breakthrough. I cannot believe we're actually giving this away. It's worth $3,000. Get excited, people. Get very excited. To get access to the biggest and best wellness summit ever and enter this special Christmas draw, go to thewellnesssummit.com. Thewellnesscouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. This is Inside the Champion's Mind featuring Dr. Lawrence Tam and Marcus Pierce. Welcome to Inside the Champions Mind, a show dedicated to helping you overcome mediocrity in pursuit of being world-class in anything you do. I'm Lawrence Tam, co-founder of The Wellness Couch, and as always, my champion mindset co-host, Marcus Pierce. Lawrence Tam, great to hear your voice, particularly at this time of the year. You are sounding up and about, great man. I am uh, busy, man. I'm, <laughs> I hate to word, use that word, but I am frantically uh, doing a whole bunch of stuff right now, um, getting started getting things cleared out before the Christmas holidays. Yeah, and that's where a lot of people are at. I don't think there's anything wrong with being busy. I think particularly at this type of time of year, a lot of people are. Um, but you're up and about. I can hear it in your voice. And I think this is the where I thought it'd be great to talk about today is are people losing their champion mindset for one of a corny line in December or are they staying strong and recognizing that the roller coaster is there? It's uh, more present than ever before. And uh, and how are they going with it? But by the tone of your voice, you're sounding pretty good, mate. It's all uh, it's all in the voice, and uh, but uh, my mind is scattered, man. I got to tell you the truth. Uh, yeah. It's uh, it's all over the place at the moment. It's it's about thinking a lot of things, uh, and we can I'm sure we can talk about that. Um, it's I'm sure a lot of people um, are experiencing this because there is a sense of busyness. There's a sense of um, urgency uh, about getting things done, whether it be as simple as oh my god, I need to buy my spouse or partner or friend or whatever a present. And, a child. Uh, and only have like a few days left. You have bought presents for the kids, have you not? <laughs> yes, I delegated that out. Um, no, actually, I didn't. I actually was there this year that uh, me and my wife took out three hours and uh, just went to the shops and just bought everything in one day. Uh, about a month ago so that was pretty good um no it's just there's a lot i mean just right now it it, just the way christmas lands this year too as well landing at the end of uh, a week there's still another week uh there and uh like you and i um are a little bit different like so this is where the advantage i think you know i just i don't know if it's advantage or disadvantages but sometimes the advantage of having a a nine-to-five job um is that you know there are certain break times like you know this is the end of x and uh, you don't need to be back at work until then right or whatever the time and uh when for, the shop closes the shop closes yeah exactly yeah. for for people like us uh, who kind of um work in a uh a, a sort of online world or uh, a freelance world or entrepreneurial world um business is stops when we say it stops and oftentimes we are and i'm 
totally guilty of this that sometimes we just don't shut off <laughs> because no, no no set hours <laughs> yeah there is no set hours and we work when we want and so therefore christmas doesn't really happen and for me i uh there's a part of me that says like i okay so let's be clear i have a, a, a um i'm running an event uh at sort of around uh you know january 23rd 24th around there um and near sort of the second half of january which means that the promotion needs to be done this week as we speak so um which you know before the christmas rush is work probably a little bit late um but i want to get it done so i can get it out there so can you well whilst we're on it can you tell people what it is since they might want to come oh <laughs> uh, well it depends i guess it does um you know i'm actually you know moving uh towards uh, creating um i'm actually moving outside of chiropractors now so i'm actually hey, yeah so exclusive is that, is that a world exclusive it is oh it is actually i haven't i haven't told many people uh, well hold on let me set this up we have, folks, a world exclusive on Inside the Champion's Mind today to announce the next step of his business. Yes. Oh, welcome, Dr. Lawrence. <laughs> yeah, so it was a bit challenging for me. Like, it's, it's, it's hard for me to kind of open up uh, to expanding, but uh, that's what I'm going to do. I want to kind of um, test this out and see uh, who's, who, who wants to kind of pump and play and, and, uh, and, and see what, what, uh, what's out there for 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 me and also for for them and so that's in itself is a challenge i think for a lot of people so i can let's talk through that like one of the key things for me is that i've, I've done what i've you know i guess what i've done in the last couple of years and then now i've decided to change um tactics or change completely different uh You're target. pivoting pivot, yeah pivot. I'm, pivoting. I'm definitely pivoting so I'm, I'm including i'm still you know coaching and uh but i really want to help people one of the passions right now is helping people become um, experts in their space, whatever space that is, if it's in terms of health, wellness, or practitioners who want to take beyond, I call it practice and beyond, because it's about taking your existing practice and then moving beyond that. Um, sort of similar to the path that I've created for myself. Um, and uh, we're going to be able to to kind of, you know, help people, you know, really kind of find all the nitty gritties uh, of, of what what it takes to, to become an expert. Now, a lot of people think it's, you know, you just got to just tell yourself I'm an expert and then go and do it. Uh, it's not that easy. <laughs> you can you can definitely do that. However, there's a lot of work behind the scenes and a lot of position. You can definitely do it fast. Um, everybody's different. Obviously, depends on the experience and 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 uh, um, what you are bringing to the table. However, um, there's a lot of little things that you want to kind of look out for, and uh, it can be discouraging if you don't know what you're doing. So that's what I'm I'm sort of opening that space to, and uh, opening up to other people as well. So that's where I'm moving towards. Now, let's bring it back to your context uh, for everybody. I think the context is when you try something new, there's always that um, fear. Like, I you know, let's face it, I have fear um, to figure out what I want to do next. Like, if is this something that I want to do, first of all, because you don't, it's untested, right? Until I test it, I don't know the truth. It's like anything else. And so that fear goes through my mind, okay, just to let everybody know. And then when that fear comes up, then I have to learn to deal with it and, and to control those nerves and still do it anyway. So a lot of those factors are coming into my world at the moment. Um, and it's, it's, it's a bit unsettling because at this time of year, um, there's a lot of things happens. One, you look back at a year and you can, there's either three ways you can look at it. You were like, eh, the year was okay. Or you had an amazing year or it's like, ah, oh, could it, you know, it just wasn't a great year. So either one of those three is going to dictate how you kind of move forward. And so when you move forward and looking back at next year and going and you try something new, um, oftentimes that's going to create a little bit of uncertainty on how the next year is going to play out, even though my year is completely planned, but we have to be able to know how we can pivot from there. This is awesome. Thanks for your honesty. Yeah. Hey, this is great. This is, uh, I love it. This is my therapy session, right? So This is so good. So big stuff. I'll write down this time of year. 
there's big starts and there's big ends. As in big starts in 2016, we're thinking about the next year, the big things, the big ideas, and one of your big pivots is going to happen in January, near the end of January when you when you host that first event. But everything that's leading up to that big start, like you said, is all of the back-end work, all of the promotion and all the rest of it. And what goes along with it is, is for want of a better word, the fears, the doubts, the do I want to do this, as you said, uh, and the rest. Coupled with that, as, I, as, as, as I'm listening to you tell the stories, you've also got your personal life to deal with. So you've got cri- actual Christmas coming up, which means kids, uh, spouse, Christmas Day, extended family, preparations, socializing, all the bits that go with it. So this is where I think a lot of people have trouble in December is it all just gets too much. They've got all these big ideas and like you said, they're reflecting on the year but they're thinking about next year and will I change this and will I do that? But then they've also got December 25. Mm. and everything that goes along with that. So it's like a, it could almost feel like a perfect storm or it could feel like anything but a perfect storm. But I think that's that's why it's so easy for um, a lot of us to feel like we're, we're almost being uh, sucked under by some kind of undertow that we can't control. Absolutely, and there's so much stuff goes on around, around that, right? Because it's about um it it, because you're trying to prepare for the next year and celebrate the wins but you're kind of worried about the next year (laughs) so it's like trying to be in this year but then also think about next year i think that's a a bit of a challenge sometimes for like you know especially when we're 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 kind of go go through a change but this is going through a lot of people i'm sure as in, in the new year a lot of people are thinking about what can i do what's the next step for me and that's that's the challenge that we all go through and so i was just speaking to a friend of mine this morning and we're talking about do you ever have doubts about yourself? You know, because because that's the question, right? Do you know? We look at everybody else. Everybody seems to be confident, and you're the only person who has doubts, and that's just not true. <laughs> um, and no, so I thought, I thought everyone had it together except for you and I. Yeah, exactly. And so it's it's just funny to be able to to kind of have that conversation. And uh, one of the things he said to me was really really insightful because he said he goes, "Yeah, absolutely." And he said, "Always around this time of year." And I'm like, "Oh, that's interesting. Why this time of year?" And he said to me was because um, he has this type of fears in this year because it's the first time when he starts to plan for next year and therefore he's actually looking at all of what everybody else is doing like in the industry and looking at i'm like oh crap i should have been doing that why didn't i do that this year and then you start doubting yourself and like creating all these things and that's where i'm at too i'm like oh man there's so many things i want to do i just never got done mm-hmm. and uh so then you start questioning like what do i do next year and you, you just all those thoughts come into play and so it's very difficult um uh to, to I mean, let's face it, it is difficult to kind of play in that space in the sense of creating and and um, and, and, and creating something new um, that you don't know whether or not it's going to succeed. But at the end of the day, it's about just challenge yourself. It's about stepping into it. And no, I, I mean, I'm not putting all my eggs in one basket here. It's about just testing it out and then being able to pivot and then we'll see, is, is this something going to fly? Is it not? If it's not, then, you know, change it up and we'll do something else. Um, th- those are the things that we need to kind of con- take into consideration. This is great. This is awesome. I'm loving this. You spoke about, I just wrote this down, uh, you know, a level of overwhelm because, I, well, I don't know if you said this. I might be putting words into your mouth. Um, that I wrote down a level of overwhelm because there's so much choice like they've done this, they did that, all the rest of it. I haven't done what I thought I would do this year. What does that mean that I do for next year? And and I think so many people can relate to this because there's people listening right now, whether it's in personal or professional life, and there's so much choice. There's so many things you could cook on Christmas Day. How do you choose just one lunch? How do you choose just one dinner? There's so many things you could do next year. How do you choose just one or two? But I, what, what I love what you're saying, LT, is that you are going to, not all of your eggs are in one basket, but you're actually going to learn by doing it. 
you're not just going to sit and, and wonder about it. You're actually going to work out, is this choice a great choice by actually just committing to it well, and then seeing how it goes. And that's, well, there's no, it's no real science to that. you just got to do it. Well, it's, it's absolutely. And don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm saying this out loud so that I actually do it too as well, right? So it's accountability. <laughs> I like <laughs> no, it. No. Um, but really, I just actually literally got off the phone with one of my clients and uh, something I asked him to do like three months ago, he hasn't done. And I was like, okay, well, what happened here? Like, why didn't you have you done it? And it's, it's just a simple answer of going, well, I know I need to do it, but I had to shoot this. He had to shoot this video, and I said, "Well, why have you done the video?" And he goes, "Well, it's just like every time I try to shoot the video, I was like, oh, 'Oh, I'm not dressed appropriate. Oh, I'm just a bit too tired. I'll just do it tomorrow.' And then like something always comes up, and there's always an excuse. Yeah. And, For ninety days that happened. <laughs> yeah, over ninety days, and and so I said to him, like, well, that. Like I know it seems silly, right? For as someone you know listening to this and go like that's just dumb. But trust me, like if you reflect back on your life, how many times have you done that? Like in mm. anything, um, I've done that many times. And you avoid you avoid things that you know you need to do. And the great book, um, you know, the obstacle is the way by Ryan Holiday talks about the obstacle that's in front of you is most likely the path that you're supposed to go. And so by holding yourself accountable, by by just moving forward and just doing it, it's like working out. It's like I know it's freaking hard. Like this morning, I was just you know like we're doing freaking thrust and like oh my, i can't do this but like i know it's only another 30 seconds like it's I just tell gotta, me what a thruster is and everyone else listening oh like a thruster is in like, god's name is a thruster, a thruster is it like, sounds you know, <laughs> it sounds funny <laughs> so a thruster is thruster is like a barbell you know with weights and you do a um, hold it in front of your chest and you do a squat like with the barbell and then once you come up to a complete squat you actually got to put it and push that bar above your head as well at the same time so like a, a press a shoulder press um so you got to do you know multiple times with heavy weights and so when you're doing exercise any exercise really, whether it be a burpee or hand and you know, pull up or whatever we're doing today um oftentimes you do these things and you just know like you just got to get to the end and at the end you can rest and it's like just pushing you that you know the extra bit and the thing is that oh this is the perfect example of this um, I was reading a book called Resilience. As some of you know, I'm just doing it very, very slowly because I really want to absorb the information. And one of the things, key things, he's, um, uh, a letter that he wrote was this concept. And this concept was about uh, reflecting back on BUDS, which is like the hell week for Navy SEALs. And uh, so this is a book written by a Navy SEAL, former Navy SEAL. And uh, he said that, you know, he was talking about remembering this time when they just spent 24 straight hours of not sleeping, right? Just pure, just grueling, you know, whatever exercise they put them through. And after 24 hours, they made them all stand on the beach and they all made them stand on the beach and watch the sun rise. Okay. And so, which is 24 hours, right? They watched the sun rise and which meant, uh, you know, that is another day. Like they just literally went a whole freaking day without any sleep. Are and you he, serious? Yeah. So they went another day, like 48 hours? No, no. So it went 24 hours, but at the end of that 24 hours, they, they were watching the sun rise. So which means that yep. there's going to be another day of hell, right? And they haven't slept yet. And oh, so, yep. yeah, so so then what happened was, was that these guys, he said, um, there was more people that quit at that moment, right, than any time in mm. the week. And this is like maybe first 24 hours. And they will, they've had two, 230, uh, 230 people, I think, and ended up with 21 by the end of the week. And he said that he can count on his hand how many people quit while they were doing something. Let's think about that contrast, right? He said, he remembers so many people quit in that moment of stillness of just watching a sunset versus when someone was actually doing something like he wow. said less than someone less than uh, he can count in his hand. So which was less than five people, right. That quit while doing something. And the thing is what he was talking about, I, I get, you know, two meanings out of this. Number one is that you don't quit when you're doing something. 
Mm-hmm. Like when you're doing it, when you're actually in action, you actually don't quit because you're just going to get through whatever you're going to get through. Um, so you got to put yourself in action, which is basically what, you know, what we were talking about before. Um, the second thing he said was that what the sunrise indicated was that those people who quit wasn't thinking about what was the next thing. They were worried about what was going to happen next in the future and knowing that I can't do another day like that. But rather than thinking about another day, it's like what do you, we should just think about what's the next exercise or what's the next thing that we're going to do can i get through that can i get through the next step and you know one thing about exercise that i you know by pushing my body um lately is knowing that it's not about how long can i last it's like how can i break this up how can i break it into small chunks how can i make it so small like for example if i have to do 15 of something say 15 burpees and i'm absolutely smashed and tired rather than thinking about doing the completing the 15 burpees it's about can i break this up in three sections can i do five five and five right? Or maybe I'll do yep. six, six, and three. Like, so it's like six, six, and 12, and then which means it leaves me three on the last one to go. Yeah. So it's like playing head games. And this is what I love about what I'm doing right now from, from the export. It's like, you got to learn how to play mental head games. You got to learn how to break things down in chunks. And for my friend, uh, my client, uh, who was struggling to do that video, it was simply because Doing the video was hard because you have to get the camera right. You have to get the lighting right. You have to, say, you have to get the script right. You have to get the wording right. You have to make sure the sun wasn't pointing out. You have, you have to have all these factors uh, to be involved before you shot the, the, the film. And so what I said to him was said, you know, what you need to do is you just need to, you know, one day just decide this is what I'm going to do and just shoot the video without having to know whether or not that video is going to be good enough. Right. Don't worry about whether you're going to use it or not, but just shoot. Because what ends up happening is when you shoot, and I've done this many times, when I shoot a video, it sucks. Like the wording's not right. Like literally, I just shot a video the other day. I said this uh, one video from a website. I sh- the, the script was perfect. Like I said it without, you know, ma- missing a beat. And then I, yeah. when, I, when I viewed it to edit it, I was in focus. <laughs> oh no so, i was that's not the first time it's ever happened to me that this yeah. you know lens i wasn't focused i was like out of focus and but the the, the script was perfect well i can't use that right it's because it's a video right? you can't see blurry vision of me so yeah so i have to redo it and obviously the second time the audio is not as good but the video is perfect and so there's always complications but there's the always going to be something this is the thing there's always something yeah, well, that's the thing. It's it's about that's just long. doing it, just going out and doing it, and having a go at it. You're gonna learn something from that experience, and then you're either gonna reshoot or redo it. But he's gonna learn so much more by actually doing it and figuring out like, oh, that script actually sucks. Maybe I need to spend some yeah. time on it. And you're not gonna know that until you shoot, because the lighting could be perfect, your dress could be perfect, the day could be perfect, your energy could be perfect, the the camera setup is perfect, and then you go and shoot, and then you screw it up because your script yeah. script wasn't right. Like, takes you 55 times and i bet you you've had those times and oh, i'll put my hand up right now it's like i have those times on multiple days <laughs> exactly the only thing i ever do one take is these podcasts right so. <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious oh that's great well when you said that i i just you made me realize or you made me remember i just um put the outtakes of my recent video series at the very end of the third video because there were so many stuff-ups and we were recording this video series really late at night and there were yawns and there were me calling the exceptional life blueprint the executive life blueprint and all types of things. And when I, I was like, do I put it in? I was like, there's so many mistakes. And I was like, no, I'll put it in. Who cares? I was probably editing late at night as well. And I got so many responses from people going, I loved all of the stuff at the end. And it makes me realize as you say this, we think that it's wrong or that it's bad or that it's a reason why we shouldn't do it. But it's actually the reason why we should do it. Like what we think is stopping us is like, it's almost like you said, um, LT, the obstacle is the way. They're actually the times where we just need to push on and do it, not go, oh, no, it's not perfect. No, no, that's the perfect time. Mm, 
exactly exactly and and sometimes it's it's like that's the difference between um someone who's who's actually accomplished a lot more than other people and i recognize this in myself and looking at other people is is that they're just one who's willing to give it a go and yes you only hear the success stories yes you only see the success side of things but they're the ones who are actually pressing the go button they're actually performing and they're willing to make mistakes and i think it's very important to kind of go it's about you know failing fast and and just being able to fail fast more next year um you know for so any encouragement for next year for you guys is is to be able to fail fast learn how to fail fast and but you know i've mentioned this before but don't fail fast in such a way that you're putting everything all into one existence like if you put everything in one basket and it fails and that's the end of you then let's not do that we're just talking about um i think i had this conversation about an hour ago talking about uh, rock climbing and we're talking about extreme rock climbers you know people who you know scale like yosemite without um any harness or any ropes or anything and and uh we're just talking about how you can get such a such a flow state and the only reason why you can get into that flow state because it scares you enough that you gotta be careful you gotta be honing in on your instinct right Mm -hmm. and so he was talking about when he was uh i can't remember where he was he was somewhere in europe um rock climbing and uh and the person that he was rock climbing with and said um I can't remember. I don't understand what you know the terminology, but they basically the the, the two uh, studs say we'll call it studs. Um, you know, holding him in place. And he as his uh, climbing partner says, "Are those two in place properly?" And he responded by, "I think so." And he goes, "No, no, no. You either know it is or you don't. Like it's not a halfway. Because yeah. if you don't know, then we shouldn't go forward. Because if you don't know and something happens, you don't trust it. I'm gonna die." Right. Yeah. And so it's about just not moving forward. And we're talking, I remember reading a story about some, you know, listening to a podcast or some sort of interview, we're saying the same thing was that, you know, sometimes when your gut tells you it's not, you shouldn't go forward, you should listen to that and back off, go back and live another day and climb another day. Because sometimes like we just don't listen to our gut and sometimes we don't listen to our instinct. And sometimes it's very important to actually have those instincts. There's a difference between instincts and being scared and fearful. So you got to know the difference and it's hard. I get it. I get it. It's very difficult. And, but it's the more masterful you are at this, the more you spend time on your skill, your expertise, you'll start to know, notice all these little differences and you know, what's right and what's wrong as a chiropractor. For example, I've been doing this for many years. You know, when something just doesn't feel right. And you just know you shouldn't thrust or you shouldn't make an adjustment or you shouldn't do that. And when you do, you're going, ah, just shouldn't have done that. Not there might nothing have happened, but something you just know that you just know not, not you, you know, there's certain instincts that you just, sometimes you go down the street and drive. You just know that, hey, something's not right, but you, all the clues yeah. around the around you or down this road just makes you go and you know what? I should slow down. And sure yeah. enough, you know, something happens. And, you know, so it's about, having some masterful skills simply because you've actually done it enough times in any particular skill level to be able to notice a difference. It's not about just following instructions. We talked about, you know, being an expert or, you know, going into a new venture, all of the stuff like we can all give you everybody. Someone can give you all the step-by-step from, you know, step one to step 99. You can execute every single one of those, but someone who has experience in that, in that space will execute those uh, steps between step one to 99. Um, in a totally different manner than someone who has no skill set whatsoever between step one and 99, because they would observe the difference in, and little differences that you have from a mastery point of view and able to see those little subtleties that you will shift just ever so slightly, maybe to the left, a couple of millimeters here will make a massive difference in the outcome of that. And that's a difference about 
doing things. If you don't go and do it, you can't be a master at it because you can't, um, you don't learn the lessons. You don't get the feel for it. Um, it's like anybody who plays a piano or guitar, like I don't, but if you do, I'm sure you just know that that key, when that sound just isn't right, it's not tuned properly. Why? You, you might not even be able to tell me why, but it just is. You just know it. You have a feeling. It might be a vibrational sense. It might be the sound or just a little bit off. But from someone who's like me, who's musically untrained, will probably never notice a difference. But you notice a difference because you're a master at it. This is incredible. And it's beautiful to hear you talk in that way. And, and I wonder, you know, for people listening, as I'm thinking at the moment, what's it going to take in 2016 to not have to necessarily make a massive shift? Because I know, LT, we talk about this a lot, how it freaks you out how people quit their jobs and change their careers after listening to Inside the Champion's Mind. Maybe that's not what has to happen in 2016. Maybe it is just a small shift that allows people to make a massive difference in their life. And December's a great time to... Think about that. January is as well. But at this time of the year, as we said, there's a lot going on um, either in our personal and or our professional lives and we're beginning to think of next year and have some of those big ideas. But maybe the big ideas don't have to be completely transformational in nature, but they will be transformational in the quality of our lives. Well, I just think that, I think that you need to look back on your, your uh, track record. Um, we all have big goals and I know we've been told always to set big goals and big dreams and I have no problems with that whatsoever. But if you've been in the last few years been setting big goals and really never even come close to it, then is setting in you know this next big goal is it really going to make a difference? Like, is it really going to? Are you going to be different this year? And a no internally says yes, yes, yeah, I'm going to be different this year. But let's let's be honest with ourselves. Like all progress begins by telling the truth, right? That's what Dan Sullivan says, and I love that. We just be truthful. And I know that there's certain things I say I'm going to do. And I never pull off because I just don't do it for whatever reason. And so I just got to be truthful to myself to say, you know what? Um, I know that that goal is way too ambitious. It's just a little bit outside, way too above my skill level and uh, my ability to, to pull it off. It would be like a great goal to have, but you know what? Let's tail it down to a goal that I actually will be able to accomplish. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I don't think there's um, uh, a problem by saying that. It's not about playing small. I think you still need to play big, but it doesn't necessarily mean that it, it has to be um, a, a, a problem with that. So I think, personally, I think, is that by moving forward with this, is that you want to play big, but play big enough that you know it's scary enough that it's going to challenge you, but not too scary that it's going to cause you anxiety. Um, there's a difference, and there's a great curve. Um, I know this came from a book for Rise of Superman. There's a great curve on, on a graph. If I had visual, I would draw it, but I don't. Um, so if you can imagine the x-axis as being your skill set and your y-axis as being your um, difficulty, and uh, you have a line that draws, you know, linearly going 45 degree angle, and basically it says that you know the level of difficulty um, matches the level of skill set, you'll be perfectly fine. But if your level of difficulty is well above and way beyond your skill set. Uh, skill set levels, then it's going to cause something called anxiety, right? You're going to be so fearful that you're not even going to attempt it. Uh, so let's give an example. Like if you, if I put you, if you've never spoken uh, to more than 10 people in a room uh, and gave a presentation, speaking in front of 10,000 people is going to absolutely scare 
the bejeebies out of you and you're probably never mm-hmm. going to do it. And so that's going to cause so much anxiety that you're going to mess up. And so that's way above the skill set levels that you have. However, if your if your skill levels are too high compared to comparing comparing comparatively to the d- difficulty so for example if you're going to have to um if your skill set is massively high in front of 10 people and i ask you to speak in front of two people that's going to be and i need you to do that for the rest of the year once a week that's going to be what we call boredom you're bored out of your mind because that doesn't stretch you doesn't push you and so what extreme sports um uh, people have done and any successful um people who have done that to get into flow state is that it's what the what we call uh, what i like to call the four percent rule the four percent rule is this is that you want to have do you want to challenge your difficulties enough about four percent higher than your skill level and that's it four percent is not a lot but four percent is scary enough for your body on average to be able to kind of go who if I mess this up, this is not going to be good, but it's just testing that boundary and over and over again. But the difference between the most successful people is that they don't stop at the one four percent trial. Once they achieve that 4%, they will go after the next 4%. And then the next four percent, and then the next four percent, and that's why we have, you know, guys who are surfing these big, massive waves. We are having guys, you know, doing some crazy stunts um, and doing some amazing things that we didn't think was possible because they were pushing the edge, but they didn't get there in one leap. They got there in multiple small leaps, and that's the difference. And um, you know, one, one I think uh, I saw um, Tony Hawk the other day on a video. He was doing this um, this ramp. It was like a three sixty ramp, like on like a really never been built before, and he trialed like 10, 20 times on video at least before he actually, that I saw, I'm sure he tried more than that before he actually accomplished it. But it's, it's just that difficulty was there and it's, he know he can do it, but it's just a matter of just figuring it out. And that's the thing moving forward next year for a lot of you is let's just aim for 4%, aim for 4% of something that's challenging enough, that's going to scare you enough, that's going to push above the skill level and you will see something happens, but don't stop there. Try again, do something different or try push the boundary again a little bit more and see where that takes you because that in those trials uh, and tribulations, you will learn something about yourself and uh, where you're going to take yourself and be able to transform you. And that's how we get to the levels that any of us get, no matter what level you are, everybody's trying to push themselves to that next little bit. You don't have to make one massive leap to everybody else. Stay in your lane and focus on what you have to do and uh, so that you can actually have a wonderful year to yourself. Don't be judged by what other people are doing. Just be judged by how far you come along this coming year by the end of 2016 that you'll be happy with rather than saying, oh, but I did compared to that other person, I didn't do as well. Forget about everybody else. Just concentrate on you. This is your life. You live it. And let's figure out how to get you to be the best you can be. That's awesome, LT. Fantastic. There's so much gold in there. And LT, as you were saying all of this, I was thinking, okay, 100 grand a year, 4% is 104 grand. That's a holiday. Even if it's 50 grand a year, 4%, that's two grand. That could be a VIP ticket to the 2016 Wellness Summit and a couple of nights at Crown um, or the Hilton. But um, as I say that, the 2016 Wellness Summit is upon us. It is. Um, we're very excited, actually. I've been talking a lot about that. And uh, if you guys are out there and uh, want to just have a great time, with this is going to be our 4% is actually making it bigger, better and uh, than last year. And so yeah. uh, we, we already have the plan in place. We're way better organized this year than last year. And so we're, we know dates are out there, September 10th and 11th. I would love to see you there. And if you thought, if you were there last year, you know how great it was. But if you haven't never been and seen pictures and videos, trust me, um, it's going to be an amazing event. I know um, what we're going to be able to pull off this year. And I know that we're going to bring our A game. And uh, I would love to see you there. And it will be 
great. And we have a special going on right now. If you if you want to be a fast fashion taker right up to Christmas, uh, five tickets for two. Um, so you get five tickets for the price of two, which is absolutely amazing. So uh, there's no better. This is the best deal you're going to get. And then moving forward, obviously, the faster you t- take your tickets, the, the better it will be. So this is the best deal. You're never going to see a cheaper price than today uh, or just before Christmas. So make sure you do that. And I think you enter. We have a prize drawn too, don't we? Absolutely, which you're still in a bit of shock at. The one lucky person uh, of everyone that uh, registers for the summit before Christmas Day night uh, will be coming along to the Wellness Breakthrough in February 2016, valued at over three grand. So Come on. Uh, don't wait for specials next year. I would say if you know you're coming, get a tribe together, get five for the price of two, and you could be coming to the Wellness Breakthrough in February. That's ridiculous. I don't remember approving anything like that. But anyways, <laughs> it's done. It's already now, so I can't help. I can't do anything about it now. So guys, I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Uh, I hope you enjoyed this podcast, uh, this particular episode. And uh, have a merry Christmas to everybody, because we won't be uh, talking to you before that. And uh, I just want to say, see you New Year's Eve. See you New Year's Eve. This is uh, go to facebook.com/slash inside champions. Tell people about it because I love to to um, have people um, like us and comment. And uh, let's make Champions Mind uh, to be one of the best podcasts out there and to help you navigate through this difficulties of life um also go to wildscoach.com subscribe to us on itunes leave a comment there and it'll be fantastic to kind of see and uh, hear what you guys think this is inside champions mind show that can help you overcome in the pursuit of being world class in anything you do i'm Lawrence tim he's marcus pierce see you on the next episode this has been a production of the check us out on facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash the wellness couch Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.